I think a community is really good for a lot of uh, different aspects. So one of them is to get validation on your ideas, uh, obviously to get feedback uh, from other people in the field, right? So they'll give you different feedback than uh, people who just do like visual checks on your products. Like they know the ins and outs, like uh, it's better to do this the other way around from my experience. Um, plus it's really good to have like some kind of resonance with other people at, in terms of what works really well and what you should focus on or, or where you can promote certain things. Uh, so I think with every kind of community, there's really the thing of growing together. And I see that in like quite a lot of the communities. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Shoutsville, where we cover your favorite language with multiple guests from the community. This podcast is hosted by Open Replay. Open Replay is an open source session replay tool for front-end developers. I'm Fernando Dolio, your host and overlord for the next 20-ish minutes, and today we have with us Chris Bungers, software developer and team lead working at daily.dev and the creator of Daily Dev Tips, a source of inspiration and knowledge for developers around the globe. With that said, I'll let our guest introduce himself. Sure. I'm, uh, like you said, Chris, I'm a, a software developer. Um, I'm currently a web team lead at daily.dev. And in my spare time, uh, which basically means every day, I write uh, a blog article. Um, and I've been doing that for the past 16 years. For the past what, sorry? 16 years. I'd, all right, a single article every day for 16 years? No, oh, okay. that's only the last uh, two years. <laughs> right. Sorry to confuse you there. No, no worries, no worries. Still, two years uh, and a single article every day. That's that's uh, remarkable. Nice, and, and congrats on that. Uh, Thank you. All right, so uh, tell us a little bit about daily.dev and what you do there and, and what is what it is actually for, for those who don't know. All right, daily.dev is a uh, browser extension and web application. Uh, built for developers by developers. Um, so it's a really an aggregated source for all your news uh, related to uh, development things. Uh, so basically when you install the extension, you'll get your new tab in whatever browser you use. And it will be a list of all the articles that are hot and trending. And you can modify whatever you see there. So you can add text that interests you uh, so you get the latest articles, uh, which you can bookmark, um, which you can comment, upvote. Uh, so it's a really great source to keep up to date as a developer. Perfect. All right. And you say you're a uh, tech lead there? Uh, I'm currently the web team lead because uh, I got to choose the name for uh, the <laughs> team. Um, and since we are uh, kind of more the front end side of things, so we have a back end team. Uh, so I decided web team was was a cool name for us. Uh, so I'm uh, besides that, I'm also a software engineer, but I kind of manage the team. Currently, we are three people, um, but it's a, it's a cool place to be in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, and and uh, what about daily dev uh, tips? Uh, the 
project you essentially uh, worked on for the last two years with a every with a single article every day. Yes. So daily dev tips is uh, my baby product. Mm -hmm. uh, it uh, originated uh, two years ago, like I said. It's uh, exactly when we had our first lockdown in South Africa. And uh, that's kind of where it comes from. Because uh, I was already working from home part time. So it's only going into the office like three, three days a week, two days a week. Uh, but then I just, you know, at one stage, I just lockdown gotta stay home five days a week right no more travel <laughs> and uh, i realized i had a lot of uh, spare time because of that i didn't have to go into work i uh, didn't have to go move to the gym because we were doing workouts at home and it freed up a lot of my time and i thought what can i do with this time like i don't want to watch another netflix series because i'm watching too many <laughs> um <laughs> and uh, i used to have a lifestyle blog uh, but I kind of stopped doing that because it was too much effort and it, you know, it didn't really resonate with the things I was doing at this time. Uh, so I decided to write about everything that I learned as a software developer. And it kind of started just as a, like a digital thing for myself, like a digital diary right. almost, yeah. where I would just write some things down that interest me, all kinds of different techniques, uh, tools I wanted to check out that I didn't get time for in my work. Um, and, and so that kind of originated and I bought the domain daily dev tips. So now I had to do it every day because it's in the domain name. <laughs> and now you have to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's really how it uh, got to be. And, and at one stage, I just got so addicted to writing and, and like making the blog articles better every time and doing more with it that I really, really enjoy doing it. And I feel bad if I, uh, for whatever reason, can't write an article. Um, so I'll make sure there is one out every day, but there are just certain days where I can't write one. So I'll write uh, two articles on another day. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. So you schedule it, perfect. Uh, how, do you, how do you come up with uh, a, you know, something new to write every day and for two years, nonetheless? Yeah, in the beginning it was uh, quite easy because you just pick some topics, uh, you know, that uh, you you find interesting. Especially did a lot on like uh, JavaScript little things, uh, CSS little like things that people might not be aware of. Um, uh, but at one stage you get to a point where that's kind of like done. You, yeah. You've talked about all the it's basic okay. things, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I have a couple solutions for that. So it's either using what I learn in my day job. So like, it could be we are um, trying something new, right? Uh, like, let, let's say a remix. This is not, not a real world yeah, case, yeah. but let's say a remix, then I'll do a whole series on that because like it's obviously too big to do in one shot. So I try to break it up in little projects. So that's one. Uh, the other one is uh, community-driven things. So uh, luckily, over these past four years, I've accumulated quite a lot of followers everywhere. And people ask me to write about certain things that they are unclear of, or like they, they just want to see how it works in a real-world project. So that obviously helps. Right. And uh, the last thing is actually around... Um, just things that, that I find other people writing about, right? 
So uh, it doesn't mean I copy them, but just like, oh, that looks very interesting. I'm going to look it up myself and see what I can find. And that often leads to all kinds of little things that I find interesting and then write about. Right, with your own spin on it. Right. Yep. Interesting. Very, very good. And uh, so this is uh, subscription-based, right? So I'm, I'm assuming uh, uh, people receive this over email? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's a fully open source free project, like everyone can subscribe and they'll uh, get an email every morning uh, with the tip for the day. And of course, they, they can always go to the website to view all the history of, uh, of these two years. Right. How many subscribers do you have? Uh, at the moment, I think I just checked it by accident. It was <laughs> around 1100. Nice. Another hundred developers getting daily tips from you. That's interesting. And and now you've also recently built a community around it, right? Yeah, not not particularly around uh, my website, but I've uh, built a community for uh, technical content creators. Right. Um, because th there were some communities, but it wasn't really what I was looking for. So I decided to build one myself uh, with the help of a lot of people uh that are really like you know great people that help everyone get better articles out um get their first article out their first content done and i, I really love the vibe that's going on there where everyone seems to be really helpful and, and giving uh, valuable feedback to everyone fantastic and can you tell the people uh where they can uh join this <clears throat> sorry this community uh, sure. Uh, I actually don't have a website set up for it. Uh, so the best way to join at the moment is to reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, at Daily Dev Tips One. All right. We'll add we'll add the the handle in uh, in the show notes, anyways, <clears throat> to make sure everyone can can get to you. That's great. Uh, what kind of challenges have you found in the process of building this community? And why do you think it's important to have a community for developers or, or you know, take out writers or, or any kind of uh, tech-related people? I think a community is really good for a lot of uh, different aspects. So one of them is to get validation on your ideas, uh, obviously to get feedback uh, from other people in the field, right? So they'll give you different feedback than uh, people who just do like visual checks on your products. Like they know the ins and outs, like uh, it's better to do this the other way around from my experience. Um, plus, it's really good to have like some kind of resonance with other people at, in terms of what works really well and what you should focus on or, or where you can promote certain things. Uh, so I think with every kind of community, there's really the thing of growing together. And I see that in like quite a lot of the communities that they everyone's there to help each other grow and become better nice all right perfect okay so you heard it people uh if you're not there yet check out the show notes and reach out to to chris and and showing showing the community i'm there as well it's super fun actually all right so moving on um let's talk about javascript a little bit because after all we're Worried about podcast about JavaScript. Um, so you deal with a lot of, um, uh, like you said, with a lot of tips for the for for beginner developers also. So what kind of what are the major 
problems if you've seen uh, new new JavaScript developers struggle with? I think uh, the number one struggle for people is that they try to go too hard, right? They they uh, are trying to write their own custom React hooks without like having a really good understanding of React, let alone JavaScript. Um, so I, I think often people are super eager to test something out that's uh, a little bit too advanced at this stage. Uh, so nothing wrong with uh, being eager to learn all this stuff, but I think there uh, is a very strong need to, to understand the basics of certain things. So the basics of JavaScript, the basics of React before you dive into like the, the little extra things. Right. I think that's the main main thing I would... Uh, all right, interesting. The good old learn to crawl before you, you try to run. Yes. Yeah. All right, perfect. And, and what kind of resources, uh, online or otherwise, would you recommend uh, new developers showing in the JavaScript community to check out and, and, and get that uh, basics, get those basics uh, solid before moving on? Uh, so there are a couple ways. It, it, it really depends on what kind of person you are, like what kind of resource helps you uh, learn the best. Uh, but I personally think uh, MDN is a great resource. Um, the Moss uh, docs are really great for basic information, but they only provide um, very dull information. Right. Like you wouldn't really know how to use it. So that's where things like free code camp come in handy. Uh, the Odin project also really good free resource with a lot of like getting started guides on this stuff. Um, so luckily these days there are very much of these like free bootcamp kind of things that can really get you going on the basics. Interesting. All right. So I'm the end most dogs and free code camps I'm aware of, but I never heard of Audit Project. What is, uh, can you, can you give me more detail about it? Yeah, I, I haven't done it myself, but I had some people recommend it to me, which is why I often recommend it because they are super lyrical about it. So it's a, it's also a bootcamp for uh, starting developers and it's uh, really well put together with the resources being like superb and you actually building uh, like projects that you can learn from by understanding the little details that are involved. Nice. All right. So learn by doing. Fantastic. What about the future of JavaScript? What about the next step? What do you think is the best, uh, the next big, big thing that is going to come out? Uh, because, uh, I mean, let's face it, we get new frameworks every week and, and new libraries every day. Uh, so it's hard to be impressed, to be honest. Uh, but recently, for example, Remix uh, not came out because it's been around for, for, a, for a few years, but it kind of hit the... the uh, the front page in many in many places and uh, a lot of people have started looking at it and uh, with a different you know with fresh new eyes and 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 seeing the innovation that it, that it brings to the table where you know react view and, and others are doing kind of the same thing with different flavors so what do you see uh after having been in the javascript world for a while uh, as the next best thing uh, or next big thing to 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 hit the, the front pages uh, in in the near future. I think uh, if there is one thing I've learned is that you can't really predict these things. Um, 
like when the big three came out a couple of years ago true like so Re react view and angular it, it started with angular being number one yeah. like believe it or not um, <laughs> which turned out to be the last in, in line now kind of like, depending who you ask but if you look at job opportunities and projects out there absolutely unfortunately it's, it's lost at the moment um, and Vue got uh, like as a good example Vue got some really bad uh, years uh, in between where React really thrived and now Vue is kind of coming back for some reason which um, I was actually wondering about yesterday like oh, why is Vue getting so much traction again um, so I don't know I find it really hard to determine what's up and coming but if uh, if i were to say what to look out for it would definitely be a remix uh that has been getting a lot of traction uh so a good measurement is really to see where pe what people are talking about so it's it's felt remix uh and then my favorite uh, static side generators uh which i really hope uh, will be the future um <laughs> for a certain amount of reasons and uh, yeah, the, in that field, I would definitely look out for Astro. All right, Astro. Okay, cool, interesting. Thank you. Uh, all right, so moving on uh, a little bit, leaving JavaScript a bit behind. Uh, let's talk about open source, which is a big, also a big part of uh, the JavaScript community and the JavaScript world. So, what uh, what are your thoughts about open source around JavaScript? Uh, do you think it has <clears throat> the support it needs? It that it works the way it is, uh, or or do you see any problems with it? Uh, a bit of both. So, I'm one of the fortunate people to work for an open source project. So Daily the Dev is fully open source. Um, so it, it can really thrive, but it has a very, very dark side, which recently came to light uh, with uh, Marek from, you know, Faker.js and Colors.js, right. who pulled the plug on his open source projects for a very good reason. Um, and if you look at it uh, from that perspective of open source, I find it a bit sad that um, like there are very very big corporates you know that are willing to pay for uh, software they use for hardware uh, for subscriptions they they barely need uh, but but really great open source project doesn't get the support it needs uh, there are obviously a, a few projects that that really do well um, like uh, yeah docker uh, for instance really good example uh, gets a lot of support and uh, they deserve it but there are unfortunately like the little packages that, that are used so often and just don't get any support um, so I'm a really firm believer of open source but I think we should all respect it and like if it helps you in any way um, just see if you can help the project back so this doesn't mean to give them money but like to uh, talk about them to help them uh, upgrade their doc to log issues to maybe solve issues uh, and if you can of course uh, have your company maybe contribute to them in sponsorships or whatever it may be like I think that's a real need and, and change for the open source community exactly yeah yeah because it's not just companies that 
that ignore uh, open source projects as well. Uh, many developers just you know use the tools as if they were just given, but never really look at who's behind them or, or you know what they're going through to to get the that code ready for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's something we also do as a company. So we sponsor uh, several people uh, that that have built great open source projects uh, that we use, right? So it's only natural to uh, give back to them and nice. sponsor them uh, for their contributions in, in open source world. You guys, you guys do this uh, uh, on a monthly basis or how is it that you do it? Yeah, it's uh, we each employee gets a monthly budget to spend on open source. Uh, so you can pick whichever project you find uh, great and, and contribute to them. Nice. Never heard of a company doing that. That's interesting. Very, very good. And a, and a nice change. Hopefully uh, many others will follow uh, follow behind the, in the exam. I hope so. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, what about your favorite open source? What's the one that you think, I mean, daily.dev aside and daily tips, uh, the daily dev tips aside as well, um, what, what's the, you know, your go-to, the one that you, you always recommend, the one that you're, you know, following, what's your favorite one? Uh, must be Astro. Astro, <laughs> all right. Uh, yes, so I, I've been a great fan of their uh, project. Uh, I've been involved with Astro since the beginning, uh, you know, in the community. Uh, I've contributed like, over a thousand dollars to them already in uh, open source funding and uh, also, you know, contributed by uh, helping creating the docs, helping creating demos and tutorials. Uh, so I'm a real firm believer of that uh, product and the people behind it so i'm i'm really uh, supportive in that space fantastic yeah nice and those are great examples as well uh, other than you know the thousand dollars uh to contribute without spending uh, uh, money on them if you don't have to if you don't have uh, the ability to do so at least uh contribute with your time so that's fantastic very well very good all right so we're reaching already kind of our 20 minute Limit. So let me just uh, go into the uh, quick, quick chat round, and I'll give you some. I'll ask you some questions, um, which we're gonna be asking every every guest, and you can quickly uh, answer them. All right. Yep. All right. So, what's the best advice you've ever received, uh, career-wise or otherwise? Uh, the best advice someone gave me was to not do things you don't like. And it sounds very silly, but it, it really changed my opinion about a lot of things. Nice. And did you follow it? Yes. Cool. Only uh, too late, though. I found <laughs> it too late. All right. Great. Uh, what was the first project you ever built, if you remember? Uh, the first online project must have been uh, on a geo site, where you could like type your own HTML. And then you could you could make your little website it had a lot of gifs uh, <laughs> and a lot of fancy word art things going around. Nice, pretty weird. <laughs> cool. Um, what was uh, what is sorry the most exciting project you uh, you worked on? I wrote an integration uh, for a three D metal printer. All right. Uh, so it's obviously a hardware machine, and we build a complete interface for it on the web. 
Um, and that was definitely one of the best projects I've worked on so far. Interesting. And was that recently? Uh, it's been five years ago. All right. Cool. Uh, and uh, any any kind of lessons you got from that? Um, yeah, I think the lessons are really that we take for granted uh, how much uh, we rely on really good hardware because there you're working with different kind of hardware and a lot of information like talking thousands of events per second right uh, and that's often something we forget that we have to deal with with like limited internet and whatever absolutely yeah 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 when, when you stop using the cloud yeah things change absolutely uh, so uh, one thing you wish you knew before uh, when you started coding uh, I wish I, I knew uh, to write down stuff earlier. Uh, I've always been a, a big uh, user of writing down stuff, but I, I've never done it nearly as, as much as I should. And that's the one thing I regret I've done earlier. All right. Fair enough. You know, you heard it, people. Start writing down things. Start publishing. I agree with that. Uh, so last but certainly not least, tell us where people can find you. Uh, you've already said it, but let's repeat it. And if you're working on anything specific that you want to plug, that now, now's your time. So people can find me most of the time on Twitter. So that's at DailyDevTips1 or on my blog, daily-dev-tips.com. And that's where I hang out most of the time. All right, perfect. Thank you. And um, we'll have all those links in the show notes anyway, so make sure to check them out. And that's it. Thank you very much for your time, Chris. Uh, it was very interesting uh, to hear from you, to know what you're doing. And hopefully people will uh, follow your advice and check out those links because they're definitely interesting. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. All right, people. That's it. See you in the next one.